0: Welcome back to In Gear With The Shop, I'm your host, AJ Hecht. Today I'm joined by Jesse Vaughn, the owner of Marion, Illinois-based Level 7 Motorsports. Specializing in race trucks, Level 7 can handle just about anything hot rod related, including engine swaps, wiring, fabrication, and more. In addition to handling things at the shop, Jesse also finds the time to document Level 7's activities for its active social media and YouTube channels and occasionally gets behind the wheel of the yellow and white C10 the shop is known for. During this episode, we'll talk about that online presence, how driving his cars helps him run his shop, and much more. Now, it's time to get in gear with Jesse Vaughn. Well, I'm here with Jesse Vaughn. He's the owner and manager of Level 7 Motorsports. Jesse, thanks for coming on the show today
1: absolutely thanks for having me
0: awesome well i just want to start out uh by asking you a little bit about level seven uh what you guys do what kind of markets you serve um Mm -hmm. where you're at number of employees that kind of stuff
1: Mm -hmm. yeah so uh we're in the very southern part of illinois um We've been, well, I've only had my business license since 2001. Um, We opened the doors the first day of 2012 as a full-time legitimate running operating business. And uh, yeah, so, um, you know, it's where you're probably your more traditional car builder, hot rod shop, but um, really have kind of defined ourselves and kind of followed into a specific niche a little more over the past, probably five or six years. And so now we've kind of landed into more of a pickup truck or, you know, truck builder, you know, hot mm-hmm. rod builder. Um, cool. So that's where we're at. Um, we've got seven employees. Well, there's seven of us in total, including my wife and I. Okay. So it's a, a pretty small shop. Yeah. It's, a, you know, our building's 5,500 square feet. So pretty small. Um, but really, we kind of enjoy it. We're kind of in the country, dead end road. Um, small town, um, pretty, pretty private. Um, yeah. But it, it's fun. We kind of operate in our own space and our own world. And mm-hmm. uh, man, we all love it.
0: <laughs> cool. I, what what's kind of the range for you guys in terms of customer base? I mean, is it all pretty local? Or are you guys drawing people from out of town?
1: Yeah, yeah. Out of town. Um, no local um really even a lot of locals that do find out about us pop in and they're like we had no idea you guys were back here (laughs) uh so it's kind of fun but um no we 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 get vehicles shipped in and we ship out builds all over the country and um have had a couple now go international so uh, pretty pretty yeah and really it's all social media based man um you know i kind of started my business well you know end of 2011 very beginning of 2012 Mm -hmm. was kind of the early days of Instagram, and you yeah. know what? Yeah, I I got on there to to watch other people build cars, and I put my stuff on there, and you know, lo and behold, people were watching, and you know, saw. I, I guess it was pretty transparent, you know, what I was doing. Um, you know, was attractive to people, and I, mm-hmm. where we're at now, I think I contribute a lot to to social media.
0: Okay. Well, yeah, that was one of the main things I wanted to ask you about because you guys are if you take a look at your social media pages and your YouTube channel, I mean, you guys are very active, especially compared to a lot of other shops. Um what's yeah. what's the benefit been like for for Level 7 Motorsports because of that activity online?
1: Well, it's kind of interesting. Where we the benefit we see now is not really the not really the benefit where I guess I wasn't seeking out to be where I am by using Mm -hmm. social media as a tool. So if we go back six or seven years ago, I did have the idea to build our yellow and white C10 truck Mm -hmm. and use it as I remember calling it, you know, I want this to be a staple of the shop. You know, Mm -hmm. I want, I want when we're out at events for people to see the yellow and white truck and just know that's Mm -hmm. the level seven truck. It's everywhere. We associate that truck with what they do. Um, And throughout building that truck, Um, I put a lot of that on social media Mm -hmm. and a lot of that truck being built drew people to watching, you know, something different. Um, I kind of like to say sometimes that we're a niche market within a niche market, right? So (laughs) we, we build, you know, motorsport based pickup trucks. Um, and so that's the niche within the truck niche market. So, um, as I kind of got a little deeper into social media, I found enjoyment in it, um, Mm -hmm even if you rewind maybe 10 or 15 years ago, I was a person that really enjoyed doing build threads on forums. Um, Okay. Anytime, anytime I was building something, man, I loved that. And (laughs) I love, I loved being involved with, with people communicating about my build. Um, I was subscribed to so many different build threads on all kinds of different forums. And I'd like to communicate and see what other people were doing and how they did it. And I can even remember going, um through through magazines and any magazine that would ever post like a build when it was in bare metal where you could see what they were doing and how they were doing it. Mm-hmm. that was always my favorite thing. And I remember seeing like other builders when cars were painted and all fancy be like, nah, I'm not, I i do not even care about that anymore. <laughs> you know, yeah. so I was always the guy that was really interested in how things work or seeing people, you know build stuff. So, mm-hmm. you know, maybe a few years into using social media, <clears throat> excuse me, I I really enjoyed putting that out there, and mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm I'm self-taught. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I've been a quote-unquote builder, you know, since I was a kid. You know, my dad mm-hmm. got me into building stuff when I was between eighth grade and freshman year. I got my first vehicle then, and I think I've told the story before. But by the time I was 25, I'd had 25 vehicles, so I was constantly addicted <laughs> to yeah. buying and trying something, and then selling it to try, buy and try something else. Mm-hmm. Um, so, anyways, um, the enjoyment that I saw was that I would post doing something and you could see people respond to it through you know via questions or Mm -hmm. um you know their interaction through through what i posted so as youtube became more prominent um that seemed like the modern build thread Mm -hmm. you know um you know a lot of the stuff, I mean, my, my routine in the morning at five o'clock is to put a coffee, potty, a pot of coffee on, and, uh, I watch a YouTube video before I had to work, you know, <laughs> okay. and I, I, I just really enjoy the build process. So, um, we've gotten a little more active, um, in YouTube. Um, and I, I love it. Um, I love showing what we do and how we do it. I like kind of giving some insight into tips or tricks or mm, what, you know, why my brain went that direction. Mm-hmm. And, um. I guess where we are now is that, you know, I guess, you know, we might build vehicles for anywhere from 150 to 350 thousand dollars, right? So, Mm -hmm. um, I I just do YouTube videos about the way we're doing things, and I think Mm -hmm. it's relatable in that I'm showing somebody how to do something, and so it's it doesn't put off DIYers at all. I think Mm -hmm. what it does is it it shows them you know, that we're just normal guys posting how we do our job. Right. Yeah. Um, And so what's happened is throughout the last few years, you know, just like our inbox um, is just full of requests. Like, Hey, I got, I see you guys doing um, six speed manuals and all these trucks. Can I just source all that stuff through you and enough requests like that, you know, Mm -hmm. has, has built the sales side of our business. Okay. So, Um, If I, if I try to act like I'm business minded, then (laughs) I would say that um, doing the YouTube stuff has a direct reflection on part sales through that that side of our business. Okay. So the more frequently I post videos, I mean, there's a direct correlation in in sales numbers throughout our website, or even just the forum on our website where people can request um, help, help with a parts quote or something. So, okay. you know, it's funny to watch the algorithm or not the algorithms, but kind of the, you know, the emails where it shows you, you know, bar graphs and stuff of like when, yeah. when we re- receive the most amount of emails or when we did the most amount of sales. And it's always right there in line with when a, a YouTube video came out.
0: Wow. That's really interesting. That is not the answer I was expecting at all, but that that's yep. fascinating.
1: Yeah. Um, so now we, we do have a small sales staff. Um, and, and, uh, so Keith is our small sales staff, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, but no, he, he's constant, um, nonstop all day, barely able, able to keep up with, yeah. um, quoting parts, invoicing, um, drop shipping, shipping stuff that we have on the shelf. Um, and it's awesome. Um, yeah, I get a lot of enjoyment out of that. Um, mm-hmm. you know, we brought Keith on to, because I needed someone to take over that. I, I yeah. don't want to let go of what I'm good at, which is, um, building vehicles and managing the guys that helped me build the vehicles. Mm -hmm. Um, but there's so much, you know, the, the the financial part of it is fantastic. Um, it's all good for all of us, but, um, it is really rewarding for me to, to see a guy on Instagram, tag us in something Mm -hmm. and say, this power steering stuff was killer. Thank you so much. Or Mm -hmm. had no idea, you know, like seeing that they actually found out about something that would be useful. Um, and it been and they benefited from it is rewarding to me. Um, oh, yeah, I'm sure. So I really am happy to continue building that side of our business. Um,
0: cool. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, no that so, sounds great. I don't know if that was a giant offshoot from the original question, <laughs> but <laughs> no, no,
0: that was all great. That was yeah, that okay. was very interesting. Um I, I guess from what I gather from that is that I don't know if it's like written down somewhere um if you have like a very detailed strategy in mm-hmm. terms of what you're posting online and the videos you're making. But sure. I mean, it sounds like to me, is it just like you're creating the stuff that you yourself would want to watch?
1: A hundred percent. hundred percent. I don't, you know, and even when we, um, even if we, so there's three or four of us here, uh, my hmm. wife included would be the fourth that, that have input on what we're posting on social media. And hmm. even though we sell parts, I, am always the first one to just keep pounding. Like, please don't make this a sales pitch. Like Mm -hmm. don't try to tell people that we're trying to sell them something. Like I I want them to know why I'm selling this Mm -hmm. um, and, and why we use this, but I'm not trying to force people to buy stuff. So yes, we have like um, uh, social media sales schedule. Like, so, you know, so if, if we said that this is the type of product we want to talk about over the next couple of weeks on social media, you know, we'll do that on whatever it is Tuesdays and Fridays or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so we do have a written down strategy for, for what we're going to post about when it comes to the sales side, mm-hmm. but no, I want my, I think that my Instagram and social media has always been me, you know, mm-hmm. like my personality, well, this whole building and this whole business, started from me and my passion right so i don't ever want to change the image of that or the vibe of that yeah
0: um
1: yeah so what i am doing on on youtube and social media is what throughout the day i we're doing that Mm -hmm. i think is cool you know like
0: yeah
1: i'm a huge nerd about certain things like wiring cars or something and you'll Mm -hmm. so you'll you'll frequently see me post about wiring or Mm -hmm. you know if if i build an exhaust and i think it's cool like i'd like to post that but i'm not there's definitely no ulterior motive in, in how I'm posting other than some of that sales stuff. Like, mm-hmm. again, you know, like why did we put these wiring kits together? Mm-hmm. Talk about that on social media, but don't say, Hey, hit us up. If you need this bubble, you know, I, I really mm-hmm. don't like when that has their place, I guess, but my business, I, I just don't want to constantly be waving a flag in front of people saying, Hey, come over here and buy this. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to, I want to put out information that's valid. And that's why we chose to offer this to the public.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it, it sounds like that's been successful for you, obviously. Um, yeah. And, and if, if your your motivation is, you know, being authentic to who you are and your passions and yeah that translating to the shop, I mean, mm-hmm. kind of wavering from that would probably not, you know, have the Absolutely. results
1: that you've Absolutely. seen
0: um, yeah. Did you have any background in video or social media or anything?
1: Before oh my gosh, started? no, 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 okay. no. And, and really, um, my dad and I both are very similar in our personalities in that when I was a kid, my dad was, a was a pastor of a, a Baptist church and very mm-hmm. good at speaking. And, um, but at home was really quiet. Um, him and I didn't even talk a lot. Mm-hmm. And even like learning as I grew up, he had, uh, like speech disorder, I had to go to like the, you know, oh, okay. yeah. you know, special classes when he was younger to, to be able to speak he had a, a pretty bad stutter. And mm-hmm. when I was a kid, you know, I just could not be in front of people. I just white as a ghost, you know, <laughs> scared to death. Yeah. Um, and the last thing I think when I was a kid that I could have ever thought is that I would manage people or have, or, or enjoy having film enjoy filming myself and putting it out there, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so as an adult, kind of getting into that as surprising to me um, yeah. where I guess my dad would have been surprised at, you know, at an <laughs> earlier age. Yeah. Uh, but no, no, none of that at all. Um, I was actually in the military. Uh, and did oh, okay. co- communications when I was younger. So I did set up uh, computer network systems and phone systems and stuff like that. But yeah. um, you know, had this background in, in automotive and building cars, you know, from a young age, but never any formal, business, um, training or automotive car building training. N- mm-hmm. None of that. None of that.
0: Okay. Um, f- from that video kind of online side, I mean, is there anything that you learned that you, you would want to share with maybe another shop that's trying to kind of beef up their, their YouTube channel or, or their social media?
1: You know, I don't, you know, as much as I know about it, um, mm-hmm. I don't put into practice, um, <laughs> just <laughs> cause just because of lack of time, you know, yeah, but yeah, sure. um, something that I, that I do know um, that I've been told from other bigger companies that do have a, a large social media presence is just the, the idea of keeping the lights on, um, mm-hmm. you know, con- continually being present in that space is important. Mm-hmm. Um, so not letting, you know, two or three le- le- weeks lapse in, in your presence on social media, mm-hmm. um, you know, and I think I've seen the same on, on YouTube where, um, you know, if we, if I try to say, I'm going to put a video out every Friday night or something, Mm -hmm. um, it's so much better. Um, Mm -hmm. the way that people are engaging with us or, you know, visiting the site is way stronger, you know, than if we lapsed for a month and a half. Um, yeah. So that's something that I've really learned. Um, now as I, as I am on YouTube longer and longer, um, There's more that I want to do with it. Um, Mm -hmm. and now we've got a couple sponsors that are trying to help, you know, and promoting their business throughout, throughout our YouTube. Um, so now we, we shoot little sponsor segments and we'll splice them in. And, and now I'm splicing in little two minute product information videos, you know, so if we, if we produce a little, a little product that I think is interesting, Mm -hmm. we'll just splice it into, um, our normal video. Cool.
0: Cool. But yeah, that's, no, that's there's great. not a,
1: there's not a huge amount of information <laughs> that I, that I know about it or even really put into practice yeah. yet.
0: No, I mean that, I mean that, I mean, if you're starting from scratch, knowing that you, you know, you just have to be active on there. I mean, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. sure that will help a lot of people. So, I mean, that's definitely useful, even if you don't have yep. some grand social media scheme that yep. you can pass along. But, um, I, yep. I do want to kind of change the subject now back to, to sure. cars a little bit, um, okay. I know you've you mentioned the uh, the white and yellow C ten. Um, mm-hmm. Now that's kind of uh, a point that you've made to become like recognized by that car. Um, I know you participated in the Optima Streetcar Challenge or Ultimate Streetcar Challenge, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know you did pretty well in there. But um, I was yeah. curious if you know getting behind the wheel of one of your cars like this and and, and in a competitive way has kind of influenced or changed the way you think about building your cars?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, So anytime that you use something that hard, well, you just can't help, but um, you know, walk a learning curve with everything, you know, and We built that truck. Well, we've built that truck more than once now, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, originally. And then what you do is you go out and you do some stuff and you're like, oh, that doesn't work at all, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know. (laughs) And so we would cut off the rear suspension and completely rebuild the rear suspension. And where that truck's at now, excuse me, where that truck is at now and where we started are completely different places. Mm -hmm. And I like to tell people that that learning curve is is so incredibly valuable for me and my business. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, is terrible financially, you know, for any kind of do-it-yourselfer. <laughs> yeah. Um I'm I'm glad that when I started building that truck, there wasn't information and there weren't frames to buy. You know, you couldn't mm-hmm. go out and buy this race car chassis for a pickup truck, you know, yeah. um, seven or eight years ago. It just didn't exist. So I would have to glean any kind of information I could from other veterans within the industry,
0: mm-hmm.
1: apply that knowledge, realize that I didn't do it quite correctly, re-engineer, and then say, "Oh, that's what vertical roll center means, and that's the effect mm-hmm. that it had on the suspension." So it's it's been very valuable, but like I said, just incredibly terrible uh, financially <laughs> to com- to completely redo everything every yeah. few months. But sure. But no, that kind of learning curve is incredibly valuable. And a lot of what I know um, currently and what we do and how we build trucks is, is mm-hmm. everything that we've learned from the yellow and white truck. And so the yellow and white truck actually now is not our truck. Two mm-hmm. years ago, um, a gentleman from Texas called and him and I had had a relationship in DMs on Instagram and uh, we were both very friendly, had a, um, some similar interests in guns or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he messaged me one night and said, have you found anybody else to build a race truck with you? And I said, ah, those are kind of few and far between that's mm-hmm. more or less a passion of mine <laughs> within <laughs> this truck building thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And he said, well, I'd like to talk to you about building a race truck, similar to the Ellen white truck. And so he called the next day. Um, we went through a potential uh, build thought process. And Mm -hmm. he said, I want to build a yellow and white truck just like that. And I said, well, you wouldn't, (laughs) if the finance is there, you wouldn't want to build it like I've built it. You know, we would want to take everything that I've learned and and the modern stuff that's available within the industry. And we could build something so much greater. Mm -hmm. And he loved the idea. I had an orange and white truck that we had out here that I told him that we could build. And his response was, I love all this, but if it would ever be on the table, I'd love to own the yellow and white truck and build that truck and I said well I appreciate <laughs> that that's my truck there's no way and <laughs> I literally had a an entire night of of thinking about that just laid awake the entire <laughs> night like you know and it was one of those things where I was like learning so much and I knew where I needed to be with that truck but just mm-hmm. simply couldn't couldn't afford it there's no way I could have bought the things I needed to buy Yeah. and our, and our business had become busy enough to where I couldn't afford for me and the guys to tear my truck apart and just have zero lock, uh, l- l- lack of income for, for months. You know, yeah. it, it can't work to continue to do this on the shop's dollar. Um, mm-hmm. And so what my thought process was, was, if I do sell this yellow white truck, maybe he would be okay if I could use it as a marketing tool for a year. You mm-hmm. just say, Hey, I would love, to let you have the yellow light truck. But the only way I can do it is if, you know, we were to market this as, Hey, look, look what we can do and look mm-hmm. what this truck can do. If we can go for it. And I called him back the next day and said, "Give him that plan. And he was like, oh, let's do it. That sounds so <laughs> good. <laughs> and so his name's Paul. Yeah, and cool. uh, for the last two years now, him and I have raced that truck together. Um, so yeah, he's been the owner um, mm-hmm. sponsor, sponsor of the, that truck and you know contributes to the program um but where that truck is now is just simply because of him Mm -hmm. um and and he was the guy that allowed me um to just go wild you know and Mm -hmm. i'd say man okay well so if i could buy the frame that i want this is it and if you know this is the engine package and this is the transmission and and he was all you know always from day one um obliging uh if if that is where you want to go and that's what you want to do by all means let's go for it and some of the some of the stuff was very outside the box you know that that truck has you know an italian built um or excuse me a french built um sequential transmission that's air shifted with paddles on the steering wheel um i mean it's got very um very hardcore motorsport based electronics yeah. traction control and i mean it's got everything i mean it's literally yeah. a supercar with a truck body on it <laughs> and 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 why i'm such a nerd and and why i enjoyed that truck so much is that i am that guy that is is only enjoying um my job if i'm learning new things and, mm-hmm. and continually just going into some an area that i haven't been before mm-hmm. you know i i don't want to build the same truck every day um But I want to constantly be learning how to do something different or or why, why that is better than this. Um, And so where we got to with that truck um, is just his willingness to say, yeah, man, let's go for it. And so uh, we raced it all last year, did pretty good. But, you know, Mm -hmm. like that transmission or the rear end or are Mm -hmm. things that even within our circles, in the automotive aftermarket and in the area of hot rod building that we're in, Mm -hmm. they were all things that, you know, I couldn't hardly, you know, there's not a guy that I was friends with that had experience in anything I was doing. (laughs) So, Mm -hmm. you know, I was kind of out in left field and we would just have to try things and, and figure out how to, how to make it work. And so now after driving the truck throughout this year, it's been fantastic. Mm -hmm. Um, It's an unreal vehicle. Uh, To race on the racetrack, and it's we had it out in Arizona uh, for Dino's big truck show, and we got the opportunity to drive it um, an hour on the interstate each day. And the one of the best days, there was like a brand new GT3 RS, a white one, pull up beside me, and (laughs) yeah, I heard I heard him paddle down two gears, and I paddled down two gears, and just to (laughs) see his face when he heard me paddle down two gears and then take off and like. And I pull ahead of him. He was just like completely mind blown. And a lot of that stuff with that truck is just, um, it's just unreal. It's just unreal how, how cool it is and how fun it is to drive. It's just, we've taken guys for rides that have driven Ferraris and stuff like that. And they're like, dude, this is so much fun. It's just like that. (laughs) Uh It's just like that. And the aura, the sounds and the feels that you get in this are that, but you were sitting in an old truck,
0: (laughs) man. That's awesome.
1: It is Man. awesome. It's, it's been a brainchild realized and, uh, you know, I'm grateful big time for it, but, uh, yeah, every, everything that I've done with that truck has, has pushed the builds, um, to different levels with, with no pun there, but uh, within <laughs> this business. So, you know, the experiences that we have throughout that and building other vehicles too, um, the stuff that we know from all those hardships and trying mm-hmm. new things are, are just greater than other guys building trucks right now.
0: Cool. Cool. Yep. Well, Je- Jesse, that's that's all the time we've got, unfortunately. Uh, great okay. talking to you. Thanks again for coming on the show.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me. I, pre- I really appreciate it.
0: Thank you again to Jesse for joining us this month. You can learn more about Level 7 on their website, level7motorsports.com. And that's what 7 spelled out. You can also keep up with Jesse and the Level 7 crew, on their YouTube channel or Instagram. If you're new to the show and like this episode, or maybe you're just a few episodes behind, head over to Spotify, SoundCloud, or Apple Podcasts to catch up on any episodes you might have missed. If you want to keep up with all the latest news in the automotive aftermarket, head over to theshopmag.com and you can subscribe to the magazine and our daily e-newsletter. That's all I have for this episode. So thanks again for listening. I'm your host, AJ Hecht. Cheers.